0: This is episode 452 of The Sausage Factory. In this episode, I interview Maxime Chez of Hot Chili Games and ask them about the design and development of their multi-tiered dexterity action game, Ellipse. Ellipse is a game where you have to focus on not only where you are, but where you're going, more or less at the same time, which is quite difficult because the action is quite fluid and it demands a lot on the player in terms of reaction times. This is a very intense dexterity game. It really is. It's also quite beautiful. Now, it's interesting the developer is really focused on maintaining that sense of urgency, that sense of you need to keep moving all of the time. If you stock still, then there's probably something wrong. You need to figure out where you're meant to be going next. And they do a good job of it as well. And it is a pure sort of action platformer in that it's a linear one. It's not a Metroidvania. It doesn't have you bouncing backwards and forwards from one place to another. You are going forward continuously. And I freely admit that this is now, I think it's the third in a series of dexterity based platformer games that I've focused and spoken about on this show. But I do think they're an important genre and they're getting better and better and they're being more and more refined. And we do delve deep into certain key aspects of Ellipse in this episode, which you probably want to hear about rather than me monologuing about it. Don't use probably for the best. So let's listen to me from a relatively recent past talk to Maxime about Ellipse. Chris, take it away. Hello, Maxime.
1: Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, It's a pleasure. Could you tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, with pleasure. I was a game director on Ellipse and uh, I'm a co-founder of the the Game Games studio. It's a young studio that we created uh, at the end of our studies, uh, basically because we wanted to pursue the development of Ellipse that was started when we were students. And uh, and so that's how the, the studio is born.
0: So my second question, it uh, sounds like I've already answered it, but you can go as far back as you want with this. How did you make your start making video games?
1: Well, um, as a, a personal question, I, I always wanted to work in something creative uh, to express some kind of creativity. So music, movies, video games and video games has just something more than other media it is interaction you have interaction within the media so you can touch much more feelings of the players so uh, i thought that uh, it was like the the ultimate uh, reach uh, for uh, feelings of players and catharsis Cat- catharsis yeah catharsis uh, so so i i've Thought that video games were the best for that and just went to the video games after graduating um, and uh, and yeah that's how i met uh, my friends and colleagues now and we co-founded hot G games together at the end of our studies uh, when we like we were searching for uh, publishers for the game and when we found some we created hot G games and started developing ellipse Okay, wonderful
0: response to that question. Yeah, just being inspired by the mere act of interactivity and how it engrosses the audience.
1: Yeah, how how you can reach feelings through interactivity, you know, and how we can provoke catharsis to to players.
0: Which leads me on to my next question. What, as a creator, are your biggest influences?
1: Okay, uh, for, for me, clearly, it would be um, I I I like um poetry in universe, uh in in video game universes. This is why I play quite a lot of indie games. I like when there, there's some kind of poetry, uh, some kind of deep universe. You know, something that that uh, mingles with your imagination. You know, that that gives you thoughts and make you uh, ima- imagine uh, where you. Like you can you can flourish your creativity uh, in these kind of games, so uh, I've played a lot of them, and they they inspired me a lot uh, to to create in general, and Ellipse uh, was one way to focus this creativity with the team because uh, it was uh, designed with the whole team, like everyone uh, put it their creative juice uh, in this game. right, so poetry for me it, it it's a personal answer but for for Ellipse, we have other influences influences from other games that we really loved but i think we'll probably talk about it later in the podcast we will indeed we will indeed
0: that's a wonderful answer something to stew on but uh, let's move on to the next question what video game developer do you admire most and why it could be a person or more than one, or it could be a studio again, more than one, but who are those who you point at and say, you should carry on with what you're doing. You're very
1: good. Well, which studio do I, which studio inspires me? I, I'll say, I think it's one, it's one that not a lot of people knows about. Uh, Cause I, I've worked there and like the, the boss of this company uh, really inspired me uh, as a person like the the way of living of uh, running his studios being super care caring with uh, his employees and uh, and being super fair and uh, and also having a super good family life and everything so but it's a smaller studio i, I think i won't give any names because i don't want to imply anyone uh, but but um, for um, for bigger studios, that's really inspired me. I'll say it it will be it would be studios from my childhood, like childhood loves. You know, um, of course, N- Nintendo, because I know they're more publishers than developers, and they work with developers. It's uh, early uh, two thousand Zeldas, uh, like Minish Cap. Uh, where uh, it was actually my first game. So I followed, of course, this license uh, and, and always loved the, the adventure and poetry within it. Um, I'll say also, I think, CD Projekt Red. I've played The uh, The Witcher since the first and followed their work quite a lot. the uh, Ubisofts, not the actual one. Uh, I really have it's harder to stand their game now i think it's a personal opinion but i think now that they try to follow trends and like 10 15 years ago they created trends and i think that like early early 2000 ubisoft with the prince of persia yes, the first assassin's creed since creed 1 since creed 2 uh i i played lots of those kind of games um and also creative one, creative ones uh like mojang i i played a lot of minecraft minecraft because it's the ultimate uh expressive game in in creation and in creativity so um so yeah i would say those one and but like like i say like studios evolved a lot i admire them for their creation at this time at this time being but Everyone evolves, and also, of course, as uh, a indie developers, I would say also Team Cherry for their Hollow Knight title and the upcoming song that, of course, will be a, a banger. Because, yeah, they put a lot of work in their game, and they put a lot of passion in their game, and it's nice to see this today in the industry. And it's it's what I like. I, I like I don't like superf- superficiality in games. Uh, I, I like when when developers go to detail. Um, and and yeah, it's great. All great studios.
0: What a fantastic and whole answer to that question.
1: I do little pre- political, like I, I don't, I don't uh, wet myself with a, a big opinion, but kind no. of general answer. But yeah, it's a, it's just a thought. I've I I've with video games since my childhood and have big titles and very small titles that have marked me, and and uh, it's hard to. So every every answer. I think I've wrapped it up. Speaking of titles that have marked you, as you say,
0: I'd like to ask you, what are you playing right now?
1: It's a super easy question. I think you can pick a guess. Like Beginning uh, with the letter this, Z, does it? Sorry? <laughs> does it begin with the letter Z? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> indeed. Is uh, there a king that's a bit upset? Exactly, I <laughs>
1: maybe quoted like a few minutes. I've maybe quoted the license few. Yeah, few minutes yeah. Ago.
0: So, how are you finding yeah. Tears of the Kingdom? Then, Mr. It's
1: super this? interesting. I found like um, I'm, I'm kind of fond of uh, the way uh, uh, open worlds are turning uh, through uh, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring, and now uh, Tears of the Kingdom with this kind of. Uh, visual attraction to to being la- big landmarks that will then lend you to smaller landmarks and make you explore uh, without uh with with brain usage you know you're you're not just following a waypoint and because following a waypoint through great landscapes works well but sp- if you do it for too long you'll just do it mindlessly and then you just not paying atten- attention anymore and I th- I think it's a super cool turn that, that uh, open worlds are taking. And I hope uh, that big studios with a uh, lot of um, power, developing power, will uh, will take this turn for their own uh, open worlds.
0: Well, it certainly inspired many after the Breath of the Wild was released. So we can only hope similar things happen after I the release. To, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, indeed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is a triumph of the game. When I'm not, interested. yeah. It's, it's, don't be apologetic about. I uh, No, yeah. you are not, Maxine. You're not. It's a,
1: it's a. It's a. It's a great. Yeah, it's a great game. I love the how the gameplay is deep too. You have a lot of deepness in the gameplay. Lots of stuff to do. Uh, I love how they mix few engineers mechanics like uh, inspired from games like Scrap Mechanics or stuff like that. You know. Uh, yeah, it's. Greatly done. and incredible that they make it run on switch uh, as smoothly and and yeah, it's just technically and yeah beautifully done. So yeah, this is a game I'm playing uh, right now, and I think it will last me the, the whole summer to to see how much content there is in this game, uh, I think for sure
0: right. well, let's uh, if there's anything else to to, to to chat about on that score, it sounds like there isn't, and that's wonderful. Let's move on to the second half of the show. So, let's move on to Ellipse, and uh, first question. In your own words, Maxine, what is Ellipse?
1: Ellipse Ellipse is an action platformer uh, that takes place in a dark, gloomy world called the Abyss, and you play as a small character called Faye that was sent there uh, as a sacrifice, and who is trying to escape. And uh, there is it's quite a difficult game there's lots of learning uh, but we've tried to put a lot of work in the game feel of the game and the artistic direction of it, the music and the universe and I think that as a first game we we created something really cohesive that works together so we we're proud of this So That's for, what the, is. Yeah. <laughs> for the
0: Yeah for the benefit of the listener the core, one of the core mechanics of Ellipse is the ability to hover in the air for a split second and mm. then jump again. Now, the double jump or the triple jump, whatever jump, is maligned by many. However, in the context of Ellipse, it works perfectly well, more than perfectly well, if that's possible. It's it's, it's really, the game is built around you must move fluidly in space in a stop and start fashion in different acceleration and different speeds and acceleration location and uh, projection of where you're going to land is the fundamentals of any platformer worth its salt. But Ellipse really embraces this and doesn't let go. Thanks. And that's uh, what I tell people. It's one of those uh, unashamed, where's the Where's heart it, on its sleeve? This is what I am. I'm not anything else. I'm not going to pretend to be something else. This is what I am. But there is a wonderful story going along with it. There's some narration, narrative there. There's some character interaction. There's the people you encounter that have some ambiguity in terms of their own um, uh, agendas, which may run against your own. Which is simply to leave. Can't be. <laughs> what's you know? Just get to the surface. I want to you know? I didn't ask for this and uh so the, with that understood by everyone um i want to talk ask you the first technical question and Good i have pleasure. them I have them here so there is a very strong emphasis in the e- ellipse for the player to discover for themselves the best way to move through the world right how have you found designing the spaces so that the player do does find themselves discovering that for themselves? How have you found making sure that you give them just enough clues to know what to do without bashing them over the head and giving them a you know a trail of breadcrumbs? Which you never do. But you I know what you do, but I want you to expand what you've done. And it's wonderful, it's very subtle, but I want to want you to expand on that. What did you do to Encourage that sense of discovery.
1: Well, uh, it's um, uh, kind of uh, uh, the opposite of what you've said, but to to kind of uh, give in this uh, mechanic, we we made a quite linear game, so the the so the player wouldn't get lost uh, at first, um, and then, well, emphasis on level design. Uh, we we. We did it like old school. We took um, a measure in an engine of uh, a dash and what the dash represents. And like we, like I've told you uh, off, we did not have a lot of uh, pre-production. So we kind of had to uh, be efficient in our work. So we took the distance of uh, a dash and then made uh, a big, big schematic of the level design, level per level and then uh, mounted it and tested it in engine. And if if Ellipse was to do it again, I think it's something that we would like to have more playtests, so we could have uh, more feedback on our own level design. Because uh, creators don't talk a lot about it, but it's super hard to have um, a step back on your own work as a creator. So playtests help a lot in these conditions to sum up and have a really sum up answered answer of of your question like we've made an emphasis and emphasis on letting the player discover the solution to the problem uh because we created a linear game, and it's just more interesting. Like if you give every solution to a player in a linear game, the game is just boring, and and it's not our purpose. You know, we want to create challenge, and even through, it, even though it was our our uh, first game, um, we we had to make a short game, but we wanted to make it challenging and interesting, and so yeah. Making an emphasis on uh, on player founding the solution within level w- within the level design uh, through a, a linear uh, gameplay so the player is not lost and is focused only on the problem and the puzzle he's solving on, on the moment timing
0: timing is everything in ellipse i found and most times it requires the player to predict where they're going rather than where they are.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, completely.
0: Was this always the core component of Ellipse during its design and development? I suspect it was because this is very much like, and you may think you're talking nonsense, Chris, but driving games are never about where you are, ever. It's always about where you're going to be in the next 10 seconds, five seconds, it's always about that. So I likened Ellipse to playing a rather difficult driving game, whether it be Gran Turismo 7, which I'm playing at the moment on PSVR 2. It's amazing, by the way. Um, mm, yeah, I, yeah, the, there's, there's a similar kind of – I get a similar feedback. When you are when you hit that corner just at the right speed and you you get out just at the right time because you slow down at the right time, I get the same kind of vibe from Ellipse. It sounds a bit strange, I know, but – Was that always the intention?
1: Well, I I think uh, the game feel, the the controller and the the feeling created by the way you control the character created a a feeling of speed and and anticipation, like you have to anticipate uh, where you're going, what you're doing, your trajectory, uh, how you will consume your dashes and your attacks. And I think the the main design of the game was drive around this because this is the the first mechanic we had when we were students when we created the game. We we just we created this mechanic and tried it tried it out and and the more we tried it out the more we found it funny. So we wanted to 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 go deeper and, and try to create a game around this and this is how Ellipse began. So it's yeah like you described it the core. Of the game. So we've designed it around this core.
0: Perfect. And it works really well. Thank you. Next question. There is a need for the player in Ellipse to charge their weapon, charge their weapon, the projectile weapon. And they do this by basically moving or, or dashing, if you like.
1: Why? Because we had to make it interesting in a way, and we felt like it's simple. You know, nothing is harder to design than simple stuff. But I mean, in every in every uh, working field, uh, simplicity is often hard to to get, and and we have super simple mechanics. And we had to make something interesting about those mechanics because, like I've told it before, we did not. It was a first game, so we did not have a long production time. Uh, so we had to to think smart, and so simple mechanics were, uh, of course, the smartest to do. And so you 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 got to make this these mechanic interesting in a way and interactive. With, with one another in a way and and this is the solution we've found uh, sometimes at the beginning it can be frustrating and they maybe have a better solution found but we it gives a kind of character to uh, our um, controller and to the game feel to, to the fights
0: Yeah, I think it really worked very, very well it's just I love the fact that you also hover. By the way, listener, you you stop in space just like you would when you're jumping, but rather than jumping again or moving again suddenly, you fire a projectile, and then you suddenly are pushed back slightly because the recoil.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have it's... a recoil exactly, and this is, can be used also in platforming. So yeah. we'll have to see how players uh, use their mind to to create new movements using this recoil
0: there is a lot of accessibility levels and modifications you can do in ellipse to to shift things over which i really really do appreciate by the way i personally haven't used them it's not a sense of pride it's just that you know i have i just love exploring and pushing the boundaries of ellipse as its default setting there are ways and means to slow things down to make it a little bit more easier for those of you who for you know for for whatever reason it's fine It's, it's Actually, no judgment at all if you want to do that, and it's wonderful you've included that. I do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it was important for us to have difficult settings that are tweakable by the player because we uh, we know uh, how precise our game game can be, and uh, it 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 doesn't fit with every everyone's reflexes. Uh, so we wanted everyone to to be able to play the game. Even even some really young person or, uh, and so uh, um, we thought that uh, tweaking the time, the aiming, uh, the, the air, airborne time also, and all that uh, creates the, the main challenges of the game are tweakable and tweakable to a certain level that you can have quite a mm-hmm. customized, I can say a bit uh, controller within hands for Ellips. And, uh, and it was very important to us.
0: Last question. The use of foreground visuals and the depth of field that's prevalent in Ellipse is remarkable. It appears to be used to give a player a sense of purpose and place. Can you explain how this aspect of Ellipse was designed?
1: With pleasure, with pleasure, uh, with many tries. Uh, as as I said, we were students when we started, so we have learned also on the way. So we've tried a lot of different solutions, and and then we just got inspired by by how uh, the game games does it for a long time now, having different foregrounds. And having some kind of parallax between those four those, those grounds. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, if I'm mistaken, my uh, artists will kill me. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think we have some seven uh, layers of uh, deepness in the game uh, of grounds, and uh, and and we created a parallax between and we wanted to have something the m- as dynamic as we could, using lighting, a lot of VFX, a uh, lot of shaders, also to try and give life to uh, uh, to the to the background. Yeah, and it was it was a challenge, but uh, I I think we we've created a, a cool palette of ambiences through the game and the main one, the, the red one with the big eclipse really stands out for
0: me, I, I love it. Yeah, I love the strange limbs float, floating around. It's like that's mm. kind of unnerving right in the foreground. Uh, when you see those, you're probably too far down. But, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a wonderful um, uh, achievement, that. It really does give you a sense of depth in what is ostensibly a 2D game. So, uh, well done.
1: Well done to everyone involved. Thing, then the goal is achieved. Indeed. And we, we've done a, a well job on this This goal. <laughs> Thanks.
0: So Ellipse has been developed by uh, Hot Chili Games. I've got to ask, where does the name Hot Chili come from?
1: Well, it's an inspiration from um, a music group, and I'm sure you can guess.
0: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the ones. Yeah, yeah. Here awesome. it is. <laughs> uh,
1: some rock yeah, yeah. They've been, they've been around for a few years, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quite <laughs> quite a few years, indeed. And yeah, um, I mean, the, the, it, when we created the, the studio, we needed a, a name. And so um, we thought about our inspirations. And for myself, I'm a musician, I'm a bass player. And uh, I was for a long time inspired by the way Flea plays, he inspired a lot of young bassists so so it was um, uh, a nice way to it was a uh, it's catchy you know as a name hot chili games you remember it the logo and everything it, it just comes naturally so okay. and we love the we like the, the image there's between also you know peppers uh, peppers and chilies yeah. spicy so it's red it's spicy it's That's for everyone. So it's kind of fitted for, like, it's fitted with uh, our game and universe and and personality, so.
0: Yeah, it did, yeah,
1: yeah. That's how it's born.
0: And it's uh, published by PID Games, or PID, um, and uh, it's available on what platforms? What what platforms is Ellipse currently available on?
1: Well, for the moment, it's only available on PC, uh, on Steam, GOG, and Epic, uh, game store, but for soon this summer uh, the game will uh, will release on uh, PlayStation Five and Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, later on uh, the game will release on Xbox and also probably on mobile. But this is still to figure out as a developer, as developers and publishers, we gotta take a moment, to talk about it and and see how I will make it. Uh, how we we can make this? Yes, yeah. so, probably on on quite a lot of uh, of devices. Because uh, first game for a studio, we 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 need people to to discover a bit uh, what we do, what we create. Because we want to create more games, uh, we want to thrive as developers in time, uh, and, and and have a long long life uh, as game de- developers. So um, so the maximum of Platform we can distribute to will do so.
0: Yeah, no, so it's wonderful. I mean, it's great to hear that it will be out on uh, other console platforms. Uh, I have been playing it on my Steam Deck as well as my PC. It works. um, That is, Ellipse, of course. I've been playing it. It works extremely well.
1: This is the 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 joke is that we don't have the hardware, so (laughs) we we never see seen it running on Steam Deck. But we have friends who 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 try uh our publishers tries it on the steam deck and our, we have friends also that we call for to test if everything runs smooth smoothly on steam deck uh but uh it's it seems to be a really interesting tech uh, yeah so it, is. We'll, it is we'll acquire one and when we can like in the yeah. upcoming months as... so
0: ellipse is out now at the time of uh, releasing its calling but uh it's been wonderful having on a show, Maxime. It really, really has. He's been very open and honest about the creation of Ellipse, so thank you. With pleasure. You've been um, in the
1: studio, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been honest. It doesn't this show. Is- this looks like such a polished game. It really is quite exceptional. The, the, the art thank direction you. alone is mind-boggling, the, the lighting and everything. We could have gone on about the lighting, but... Uh, that's people a whole people
1: only worked on it, <laughs> uh, on the artistic direction. We we had two artists, one who drew everything, and right. one who do all the VFX and, and all the lightings and shaders. And wow. to them too, they created this artistic direction. And yeah, they worked hard, but the it works well.
0: Yeah, it does indeed. But that all being said, you're more than welcome... To come back to talk about what's next, cooking in Hot Chili Games' head collectively. With pleasure. With um, pleasure. Uh, because we will be here. Trust me. I know it's two or three years down the line, but we'll be here. It does take that long to, to make games. Uh, but that's fine. We'll be it here. Does. But until then, thank you so much.
1: With pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to talk about Ellipse and our experience developing it. Cause it's important, this kind of podcasts. A lot of players do not know that it's people behind games and and it's people working hard with all their passion. And, and so, yeah, this kind of podcasts educates a lot. So thank you for your work, too. Thank you.
0: You have been listening to the Sausage Factory podcast, part of the Cane & Rinse Collective. Support us for just two US dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash canaan & for early extended and exclusive podcasts. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and at our website, canandrince.com.